welcome to AV Plus, the podcast from Commercial Integrator. I'm Adam Forziati, the web editor for CI. If you were designing meeting rooms a few years ago, you no doubt feel like today's meeting room clients are a bit different. For one thing, I'm sure that many of the end users in the corporate market are younger like I am. Likewise, the way that they would use technology that you install is different now than it would be if those only over 50 years old were using it. But in today's podcast, we're taking a look at something that both integrators and their corporate end users tend to not budget enough for. But first, a little housekeeping. You can learn more about AV Plus online at commercialintegrator.com slash podcast and on Twitter by searching the hashtag AV Plus pod. That's A-V-P-L-U-S pod. We'd appreciate it so much if you could also take a moment to just hit subscribe and rate us on iTunes. It really does help us reach more AV pros who are trying to find quality podcasts. Okay, back to the show. We maintain that one critically important aspect of most modern meeting room projects is that they don't pay enough attention to audio. It's not entirely the integrator's fault either, because our research suggests that most of the end users in this market don't budget properly for it in the first place. But that's exactly why integrators should do a better job of convincing them. It's a huge mistake, um, and one that, that people have pain points on all the time. That's Zach Snook, the audio project manager at Biamp, who says that far too often audio is an afterthought in the meeting room. When people ask me this question, I kind of come back to a story that I think many people have, have experienced. And when you go into a room and like you can get the camera to work, but they can't hear. And everybody's like, oh, I can't hear. And they're trying to figure out what's happening. That meeting doesn't move forward if you can't hear. And a lot of times you go into the same situation and the video doesn't work. People are like, well, whatever, at least we have audio. And they'll just move forward with that meeting. So really, audio is so important. It's the core of any successful conference. If you don't have audio, you're not going to move forward with that conference. People will move a room to get audio and, and you know, deal with the room if they don't have video or, or document sharing. So it's a, it's a huge thing that, that needs to be looked at as sort of a minimum requirement. The problem, Snook says, is that integrators will sometimes follow this up with a bare minimum approach to audio, but they wouldn't if they actually talked to someone who has actually had a pleasant experience with audio. People will actually leave a conference and say, wow, that sounded really good, you know, no matter which end you're on. If you're in the local end, what you hear <clears throat> from the distance end or, you know, just somebody on a distance conversation like that room sounded really good. So audio can be a differentiator in that, in that aspect. Um, and there's a lot of things that, that go into that. Um, the outgoing sound is obviously going to be, be uh, detailed by the microphones that you choose, the type of mic, the location of the mic. Are they on the table? Are they on the wall? Are they on the ceiling? Unfortunately, some people will kind of weigh this performance versus room function sometimes and say, well, you know, I know this will sound better, but we can't have stuff on our table, so I need to move to a different location. Or I, I put a microphone way in the middle of the table and expect it, expect it to pick up people on the far end. There's a lot of complexity and a lot of design considerations in, in choosing the audio for a conference room system. And that's where integrators really come in. Admittedly, though, sometimes it isn't the integrator's fault. I mean, some IT directors, despite being incredibly talented with networking and tech support, can't wrap their heads around how poor a cell phone would sound if it was the main audio source during a meeting. So how do integrators help decision makers see the value of budgeting for better audio? Well, for one thing, the idea of just scraping by with audio is not in sync at all with how advanced meetings have become, and integrators should really stop doing that. Organizations are seeking faster-paced, collaborative meetings that they can begin at any time, 
So integrators need to know how well a proposed audio solution can keep up the pace. In a huddle space, a small room, there's some flexibility there. Some people say, well, I'll just put a, a speaker at the end of the table and call it good. Um, but as rooms start to get bigger and bigger, the further away from you move from that microphone, uh, the more flexible the, the technology has to be. So there's there's beam forming and beam tracking that comes into that play. There's um, just multiple microphones on a table. So even in the simplistic room, flexibility is key. But then you move into the spaces that are are, are designed to be very flexible. So if you think of, of multi-purpose spaces, spaces where I can be set up as a presentation one day, then a work group the next, um, or just have an open space that I can move things around. How do you how do you cover that? How do you make sure that the audio is is the best it can be there? And there's a lot of lot of techniques for that. You could go out and and simply just mic the room with every possible area covered as, as needed and put a large number of microphones and rely on EQing and auto mixing to, to set that up. But really, even with that, you're, you're kind of into the situation where you're, you're making your users focus on the tech when they should be focusing on the space in the meeting. So at Biamp, we've actually come out with a, a series of beam tracking microphones for our Tessera and Debio product line. Tessera, it's the TCM1. Uh, the advantage that we see in those microphones is you can drop them in these complex spaces uh, we have some calculators online to make sure that you have the the required areas that that need to be covered covered, and then the microphones themselves sort of come alive and they find people that are talking and that are using the room and they lock to them. The real advantage that it has for a user is I just go in my room, I set it up however I want. There's no need to go to a panel and fire a preset or make sure that that you know something is aligned to the type of meeting I'm having that day. I just go in and I set up my room and I talk and I move about and I can do whatever I need to do no matter what my requirements are for those space. Uh, so our TCM1 mics and our Debian mics have really been designed with that thought in mind. They work perfectly in the, the smaller room that you know just has a microphone on the table. It still does that tracking around the room. Uh, but when you get into larger and more complex rooms, they, they really shine in their, their automation.